Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey, this is Rose. It's not Sean. Listen, I am so thrilled, so honored to be with you. I get to sit in again for my friend, Sean Hannity. And um, we have lots coming up today. So much to talk about. Also, fabulous guest, Dr. Ben Carson. I also have Harold Hamm. If you don't know who that is, you'll know soon enough. But he is considered the father of fracking. He'll be joining me. Also, I actually have some clips from a recent interview I had done with former President Donald Trump. It's the truth. And I'll be showing you and sharing all of that with you throughout the show. But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the concerns that we all have, particularly with the new truth ministry and the new truth czar. And it's concerning a lot of people. And because it feels as though our liberties are at stake right now, and they are. You know, Thomas Paine said that tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. Heaven knows how to put a proper price on its goods. And it would be strange indeed if so celestial an article as freedom should not be highly rated. Recently, I learned how to trust God's timing through a very personal journey with a loved one, a journey where he showed me in no uncertain terms that he is directing my footsteps. We can have that confidence. And it's a consolation. But you know, It's not a coincidence that you and I are here right now at this time in history. And because it is no coincidence, we do have a purpose. We're here for now. And I do believe that each and every one of us will discover what that purpose is if we haven't already. 
But our freedoms are at risk. Our rights are to be held dearly for the precious liberty they afford us. When drafting the amendments, there was an argument that the Second Amendment should be the first. Some of the drafters reasoned that without the second, the first would be meaningless. But clearly, ultimately, they decided that of the five freedoms, the first should be the one that lights the way for the rest. Freedom of religion, speech, the press, the right to assemble, and the right to petition government for the redress of grievances, those simple ideas shook the world to its foundations. Those five freedoms did something no other government ever dared to try. What they do is they place all power in the hands of the individual. And the only reason we were able to do that was there was no entrenched bureaucracy here to stop them. But we have that bureaucracy now, don't we? If we give up a freedom here or there for a test run of socialism, we will never get them back. It was once accepted that the Constitution was the greatest political document ever written. And the proof of that is that no other country has ever adopted it. Why? Why not? Because no other government would agree to give up that much power. But you know what? If you walk down any street in America right now, it's likely you will find that almost no one can tell you those five freedoms that I just recited. Because no one thought it was important to educate our children in the details of America's owner's manual. If you don't know what you have, you won't miss it when it's gone. See, it's about, it's about power vested in the individual. It's a concept that the ruling classes have hated since before the ink was even dry on that constitution. Because you know what? It leaves them out. And the amazing success of this American experiment only serves to make them hate it more. Because it exposes the irrelevance of those who seek power over us. And they have worked diligently for two centuries to claw that power back. Their efforts in politics, academia, media, and law have paid off. And guess what? Because it's paid off, we're at a tipping point. So red lights are flashing, people. The American experiment that lit the world is close to being extinguished. And as as the government outsources their tyranny to social media and now the disinformation governance board, the indoctrinated rather than educated stand on the sidelines and they cheer censorship because emotion has replaced thought. Cancel culture has replaced debate. Just trigger warnings of microaggressions protect the ill-educated from hurtful ideas and 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 they're told that speech that they disagree with is violence. And they respond with violence and feel justified in doing so. When we lose freedom of speech, we lose the most important tool of self-governance. And that's debate. That whole idea of the marketplace of ideas will no longer be necessary when our government is flipped on its head and all decisions are made by an executive state that cares very little for what the masses think, for what you think. The frightening reality is 2022 is America's last chance 
So why should they object to those social media platforms uh, that they're so addicted to? Why should they think anything of the rest of us being silenced or censored on those platforms? Yeah, we have censorship. And and it's not really the first time anything like this has happened. You know, I think about the colonists. They could not speak ill of their government, which was the monarchy at the time. And if they did, oh, they were severely punished. And all throughout our history, there's been huge challenges, seemingly insurmountable challenges. But you know what? Faith has gotten us through some of the most difficult times that we have faced. Before our independence, there was spiritual awakening, the Great Awakening. I don't think we could have had the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, without a spiritual renewal. See, the people's hearts and their minds were changed because of that spiritual renewal. People were enlightened, and they believed they were one, like a family fighting tyrannical rule together. And as one, they faced the greatest challenge that this country has ever known, until perhaps the one that we're facing right now. It didn't come easy. It didn't come cheaply, as Thomas Paine warned. It is freedom, though. It is freedom that we leave as an inheritance to our children and their children. Yeah, we're facing discouraging, trying times. But you know what? Consider us like a family in this. Those of us who love liberty, the republic, who want to preserve the Constitution, we're immediately family. And yeah, we're facing discouraging times, but that's what a family is for. Family is here to encourage one another, to build another one another up. And so that as we go forward in this endeavor to keep the republic, the very thing that Dr. Franklin hoped we could do we do it as one, as one family who believes that God is the author of our freedom, not man. Because you know what? If it's man, as we have seen recently, it can be taken away from us. Man is not the author of our freedom. God is. And because we believe that, we are united in thought, united in purpose. And that is what makes us strong. So things might look bleak right now, but that should not lead to discouragement. What it should lead to is resolve. We have to resolve to go forward together. Our founding fathers had resolve. They could not predict the future, their success, but they had a purpose. And they had others supporting them. And so we've got to be encouraged by the idea that we are not alone in our love for this country. We're not alone in our desire to leave for those that we love the greatest of inheritance. And that is a country where our children and their children can live freely. So I don't see this really as a time to be discouraged. Frustrated? Yeah, I get frustrated. We do. We are all frustrated at one point or another. Concerned? Absolutely. Because without the concern, we wouldn't be searching for solutions. I get that. But discouragement? No, not discouragement, not anger. This is something we must go through together. And you know what? Thank God we have each other. Sometimes you don't like every member of your family or sometimes they may annoy you. But in the end, when it comes down to it, you stand together. So you know what? Let's commit to continue this journey together for the sake of those who come after us. 
There's so much more I want to talk about, and we will. And in fact, you can call in anytime you like. We'll take your phone calls. It's 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-7326. And Twitter is at Sean Hannity. So I'll be back right after this. I love hearing from you, and I've got more I want to talk about with you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to the show. This is the Sean Hannity Show. My name is Rose. I've been here before and hopefully I'll be here again. But uh, it's always a pleasure to sit in for Sean Hannity. Uh, you can check me out on social media. All social media platforms are Rose Unplugged. And I'm on Rumble and Getter and Facebook. And I also do a... um a podcast on Spotify, so you can check me out there. Also on Twitter, it's just Rose Unplug, U-N-P-L-U-G. That's it, Rose Unplug. But uh, I, you know, I really want, and I will be talking to you all because I have a, an important thing I want to discuss about the upcoming elections for everybody. I know some states have already gone through their primary. Others have primaries coming up. Pennsylvania, for one, uh, is Tuesday, along with a few others. So there are some things I wanted to talk to you about, and we will do that. I do want to mention that I, again, I have Dr. Ben Carson joining me during the show today and also Harold Hamm, and and I've got a surprise segment for you too, so stay with us for that. 
I I see a call from Stephen in Pennsylvania. Uh, Stephen, how are you doing? I'm good, Res. How are you? I'm doing very well. And uh, you, okay, so you're from Pennsylvania. So we've got a lot going on here in Pennsylvania. We've got a gubernatorial race. We've got the Senate race. We have an awful lot of candidates, although I noticed in the governor's race, uh, candidates are dropping out and they are throwing their support behind uh, Lou Barletta. But, uh, you know, it's been uh, an interesting ride. Let me ask you something, Stephen. Do you think that perhaps there were too many people uh, on the ballot going into these races? There were a lot of people. Right off the bat, yes. And, and sometimes they say having, you know, a variety of candidates is, is a good way to go. Um, you get different ideas. But I'm really concerned with the number of candidates we had, if this is not going to hurt us in November, because yes. they are killing each other out there. Stephen, <laughs> you are so right. Aggressive. Listen, right. here's... I don't think, like some have said, well, you know, state parties should endorse a candidate going into the primary. I actually disagree with that. I think the people have a right to make that decision. I don't think we should have eight different candidate candidates because then you're talking about 20, maybe up to 27% of the vote. You can be a winner with just that uh, small percentage of the vote. Of Yeah, I mean, it's just I, I 100% it's crazy. agree. Uh, Ohio went through that. I, I think J.D. Vance ended up with like 31, 32 percent. But right. I don't think their their Senate race got as ugly as ours. And yeah. I think that's my biggest concern right now is, you know, I, I've been telling everyone, vote for whoever you want to on May 17th. But on May 18th, we all got to get behind whoever, is, whoever gets the nod. Well, really it becomes that, difficult. Now. <laughs> yeah, it becomes difficult. You hope to have a kumbaya moment um, after all of this, right? Um, but but right. we always end up doing it, Stephen. We always end up doing the right thing. But actually, I want to address that, the vote for whomever you want uh, on Election Day. I-, I will right after the break, so stay with us. But yeah, you're right. I mean, you just, you worry. But history shows us that we have been able pretty much to put all of, all of it aside and do the right thing because the bottom line is we need a Republican uh, in Washington, D.C. representing us in the Senate, but we also as a state need a Republican governor. So uh, it all comes down to who can win that general election. And I'll talk about that coming up after the break. But thanks for your call. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Have a great day. So um, the phone number here, if you want to call in, is 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-SEAN. I have about two minutes, not even quite. Uh, let's go with Lou, who's calling also from Pennsylvania. How about that? Hey, Lou, what's going on? It's great to hear from you, Rose. You Thank know, you. But I, I want to get straight to the point and uh, say, say about, like, you know, the solutions rather than the problems, like the baby food right there maybe in the trucker that goes across the united states i wanted to say that like maybe they could come up with a solution saying like hey truckers we'll give you a few more bucks to get those uh baby formulas into the stores and open some things up and let's let's get moving i want to hear solutions not problems well that's you're so sweet That has been the issue all along. There's been a blame game when we talk about inflation and, and every, all things related. This administration and, and President Biden himself plays the blame game. First it was Putin. Now it's Putin and Trump and uh, COVID and everything. I mean, he just keeps adding to it. You will never find a solution if you won't be honest about what brought us here. So we wait 
for you to be honest about that, we could be waiting forever. And that is the only way we can begin to find solutions. And it doesn't seem to us that anybody's working very hard on trying to find those solutions. I'll be back. I want to talk about the races coming up. hear the mainstream press talking about this stuff sean hannity is on the radio hey welcome back to the sean hannity show my name is rose and sitting in for sean hannity who will be back on monday so we were talking about the pennsylvania election but you know what there are other elections going on we had a few primaries leading up to this one in pennsylvania this coming tuesday and uh, other states as well but you know, it's important, um, it's really important, actually, that we give a lot of consideration, practical consideration, to our decision when we're pre- preparing to vote in a primary, okay? Not emotions, and that's and that's been part of the problem. A lot of people, and I think a lot of the problem, too, is the number of candidates that we had in both races. We have a governor's race in Pennsylvania and Senate race. I don't know how it is across the country, but a lot of candidates running for that one position. So when you talk to people and you talk about how important it is that we be very practical in the decision, see, it has to be the candidate that can win the general election. And bottom line, that's what it is. And people have told me that they're going to vote their feelings or their heart in the primary. And then, then they would vote for whomever the candidate is in the general. But see, that vote in the general means very little if it's not joined by the crossover vote. That's what we need to count on, right? And of course, we'll vote for the Republican nominee as Republicans, but we'll, it will do us very little good if we haven't got a significant number of Democrats and independents voting along with us for that candidate. It's not a popularity contest. It, it's not about the one who pulls at your heartstrings. This is about making the very wisest choice that one can make, and that would be choosing the candidate that could win in November. It's about adding an element of political pragmatism. And some people will say, well, I don't like politics then if that's how it must be approached. I don't want to approach an election like this. And this one here in Pennsylvania and probably many other states, Ohio, we knew did as well. You know, (laughs) the Reverend Billy Graham did say this once about politics. He said, politics has always been ugly to me. And yet, I accept that as a fact of life. Yeah, it's ugly sometimes. It really is. And it is hard to decide because, listen, in this race, at least I can say in Pennsylvania, are are all of the candidates uh, pro-life, pro-gun, pro-America? Yes, 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 they are. Okay, so now that we we know that, they're pretty much, they, they really are on the same page. So then what do we do about that? So to Pennsylvanians, I would say, put away your feelings, put away all the things that cloud your sensibilities and consider this and only this. Who is it that can garner a significant crossover vote when we will need it most? And that is in November. So when you consider your candidates, and as I've said, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, pro-First Amendment, pro-America, Who is it that has now beyond that what it takes to win? 
Who is it that it you know that has the knowledge, name recognition, huge accomplishments under their belt? I've observed all of the candidates in large settings, every one of them. In fact, I know all of the candidates in these races here in Pennsylvania. And what I have seen, and I have to be honest with you, as uh, for example, Dr. Oz has had many people who are not registered Republicans show up at events. And I've listened to people as they've told him how he has helped them or changed their lives or they helped, he's helped a loved one with a diet or with a number of various medical issues. Sometimes, like Trump, people come out because of who he is. I remember once we had a Chinese exchange student living with us for a year. And at one point, his family was coming into New York. It was a business trip from China. And so we decided we would take the trip. We would fly our student and the family to New York City to meet up with the family, his family. When we got there, where do you think those people wanted to go from China? What was the first place they wanted to see? I lie not. It wasn't, it wasn't any of the known buildings that you would think they would ask for or, or, or the park or anything else like that. You know what it was? It was Trump Tower. They wanted to go there. There's something about familiarity and name recognition. Only though, if it comes with that knowledge, with the ability to reach out to people, to cross over political lines. That's what's important. A familiarity from potential voters that will make the difference in the general election. That's your winner. Because when you've got candidates that all believe the same thing, then something has to differentiate themselves. Someone must differentiate themselves from the others. And that is someone who has experience, who has familiarity. I keep using that word, but it's the truth. That's your winner. There's no time for taking a loss when this race is ours to lose. Never before has any of the states in this country been in a better place, all of the states, to win elections this fall. The poorly run blue states, through the pandemic, through crime, through inflation, they know what it's been like to live under blue leadership. They are ripe for the picking because we have collectively felt the same pain. Yeah, you know what? In the past, I could see we had so many candidates running. In the past, I could see you saying, yeah, I want to vote my heart. It's really important that I vote for the person I feel. Yeah, I understand that. I do. But at this point, I think that we must be pragmatic. I think we need to look forward to the general election. Of course, we're all going to vote, I hope, for whomever the nominee is. You must. But right now is where it counts to send the right nominee to the general election that can win that crossover vote. That is how we win. And we must win. I'd love to hear your input on all of this. You can call Sean's show. It's 1-800-941-SEAN. 1-800-941-7326. I'd love to hear your opinion on that. We can take, I can take one phone call here and then we'll go to break. Paul is calling from Wisconsin. Uh, he, Paul, you want to talk about the baby formula shortage? Um, not necessarily the baby, baby formula shortage. Um, you know, I just got done doing an overnight sleep study with my three-year-old who has a very rare disease 
and his oxygen level last night dropped down to 42 and they rushed in with doctors and had to put him on a BiPAP machine last night and um, they said that's out of norm they don't do that Um, they have to have COVID testing before they could do any of that but they broke protocol just to be able to do that for him last night because they didn't want anything to happen but this morning we had an appointment set up to get his BiPAP machine and they call us to cancel the appointment telling us that they don't have any BiPAP machines and it's going to be months oh before they God. can get them. Oh, and my God. We didn't leave the hospital. We oh, didn't leave it until we get something. And they oh, finally hun. gave us a CPAP machine. So you'll be able to breathe normal tonight. But it's getting ridiculous. People need to get out and vote and vote for the people who care about American citizens oh, and care about our children and care about life, you know, and because life's too short. And for for something like this little boy who doesn't have a chance without this life-saving technology, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, Paul, I'm so sorry that you're going through this right now. You know, I mean, this is it. This is real life. This is what is happening. Things like this are happening all across this country. That's why when it comes to this midterm election, we we have got this. We've got to have it. You know, we are feeling the pain collectively, all of us. And we feel your pain, too, Paul, as well. But there, people are suffering all over this country. It, 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 there are so many things. In fact, I'm going to I'll address this when we come back from the break. But there are people suffering all over this country. We have all experienced the same thing, whether it's high prices in food, whether we're not getting those necessary items that we need, not just for our survival, uh, but those that we care about. We have truckers who are showing us, you know, on social media, the receipt, what it costs them, you know, for diesel fuel. Everything affects something else. This is a domino effect. Every If we don't change this, if we don't fix this, if we aren't honest about what's happening, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I honestly do not. But this administration has let down so many people, particularly in these areas. And it's these areas that count. And I'll talk a little more about that and the midterm uh elections when we come back you're listening to the sean hannity show my name is rose you can call in anytime at 800-941-SEAN we'll be right back after this welcome back to the sean hannity show my name is rose thanks for staying with us lots more coming up dr ben carson harold ham and something else we'll fill you in on that next hour but in the meantime we were talking about the midterm elections and i want to just follow up on that because when we got that call from paul and paul Our hearts go out to you and our prayers. I hope we're all praying for his son. But what are voters most most concerned about? And according to a Pew Research Center poll, here's what they care most about. Okay, the top 10 items. Inflation is number one at 70 percent, 70 percent. Affordable health care, 55. Violent crime, 54 percent. Gun violence, 51 percent. Federal budget deficit, 51 percent. Climate change, 42%. Quality of public school, 39%. Illegal immigration, 38%. Racism, 35%. Conditions of infrastructure, 30%. What 
wasn't in the top 10. Ukraine, Roe v. Wade, COVID. These are the top 10, according to Pew Research Center poll, that the Americans, the voters are most concerned about. Inflation leads the top of the list. Of course it does. Crime is right up there at the top. And national security, the border, that's where it is. And you know what I find interesting? You know, Democrats don't want Biden stumping for them. I mean, have you seen? I mean, they're not aligning themselves with this administration. It's been an administration of failure. And are the Democrat candidates in the races across this country uh, invoking the name of Joe Biden? Are they asking him to rally with them? Are they asking for endorsements in the blue states? Are the Democratic candidates associating themselves with their failed Democratic governors? No, the answer is no. They are not. And, you know, you know, right now it's interesting, too, because this there was a poll done. Oh, this was let's see. Democrat candidates now um, congressional vote preference. Democrat candidates, 39 percent. Republican candidates, 46 percent. Back in March of 2018, Democrat candidates, it was reversed. It was flipped. 46 percent. Republican candidates, 41 you know, this is interesting because we know now that Biden's approval rating is very, very low, very low, frighteningly low. So this midterm, they know, Democrats know that we have the advantage. We have the advantage. So that's why it's so important that we that when we vote, particularly in the primaries, that we vote for the one that we know is going to get through in November without a doubt. And when you consider Biden's uh, job performance on issues like, let's say, coronavirus, did you know that 48 percent of the people disapprove of that on climate change? Fifty two percent disapprove on Russia. Fifty five percent disapprove the economy. Sixty one percent. Disapprove. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Sixty seven percent on inflation. That That's what's going on. This is the truth. This election is about the economy, crime, and the border. It should go decisively to Republicans. It absolutely should. And I'll tell you something else, too, and I heard this on Fox News, but they had um, there was an approval rating that was the lowest with Hispanic voters. That's what a poll found, um, and, and I think that it was reported on Fox News, I think, about a week ago. But his ratings continue to fall among Hispanics. It's down to 26%, according to a recent Quinnipiac poll. And this is nearly a 10-point drop from Biden's approval rating on April 6th. And according to the data, only 12% of Hispanic respondents approve strongly of Biden's performance as president. And then you couple that with an equal 12% who approve somewhat. Somewhat. I'll tell you, everybody, you know, when you hear Paul and you feel his pain and you feel for him and others are hurting in different ways, when you have to make a decision between buying fresh food and canned food, and people are making that decision. People aren't going out to dinner as much. That affects everybody. It affects the restaurants, the workers there. It's a tough time right now for everybody. My name is Rose. I'll be here with you for the next two hours. Also, I want to remind you that you can check me out on social media. It's Rose Unplugged on all platforms except Twitter. On Twitter, it's Rose Unplugged. 
Rose Unplugged. So check me out and also check out Rumble too, because anytime I post something or one of my podcasts, it goes directly to your email if you subscribe. And it doesn't take much to sub- subscribe. So anyway, stay with us. We have lots more coming up in the next two hours. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise to ensure that we never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. And that's heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Now, Michael Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. Now, he had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that sadly he would never meet. And thanks to the generosity of listeners like you, Tunnel to Towers was able to pay off their mortgage on their family home, and that relieved the financial burden and brought that family stability. This is what they do every day. They help Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's catastrophically injured heroes, and they also help homeless veterans. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. You do it by going to their website, letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.